0: Hey, this is Unrefined Podcast. I'm Brandon Spain, your host. Welcome to another dynamic episode. Hey, you guys. I know you've missed me. I haven't done a riff in several weeks, and I just wanted to pop one out there. It's, it's uh, something that I've really been dealing with, slash struggling with, slash having a huge interest in right now and it's going to be a two-parter i'm going to talk about two different things but it's going to have a common thread and that common thread is going to be discernment i think that so often particularly in our circles uh, the more fringe or um, you know conspiratorial or just cryptids and all that kind of stuff we hear the word discernment thrown around a lot, and, and I think it's crucial. I think it's important. As a matter of fact, one of the big things that I've been doing with my guests and I'm going to continue to do coming up is I am asking my different guests, you know, how how do you discern? And I'm going to do actually a, a Bible study with one of our guests in our members only chat about discernment and kind of uh, hewn in some uh, Biblical principles for discernment, but it's just something that's been on my heart because I'm in many different groups and circles and stuff, and I see people say that they they won't they they won't discernment, they use discernment, but it's it's so often just relegated only to subjective feelings. Now, let me caveat right now, and I believe that biblically there is a place for the leading of the Holy Spirit to lead us through our intuition, through our through our spirit. So I I buy that. And I've also learned over the years being married to a lovely wife that when she gets an intuition about something, I need to at least pay attention to it, if not do what she gets. So we go somewhere and and she says, that person is creepy. I listen to it. Okay. Have we been wrong? Absolutely. So it's not foolproof. But what I want to talk about today is the foundation of what I believe true discernment should be about, and it should be about Scripture. I believe in something that's called prima scriptura, which is Latin, which means the Scripture is primary in everything that I do. But I do allow other places for truth to come in to my life, such as through experience, um, such as through rationality. So I buy all those other avenues. However, the, the scripture is primary and informs uh, even those other areas of my life. But let me break that down more practically and not, and not leave it up there in theology land. I think that the Bible should uh, permeate everything we do, particularly in our circles, and, and obviously, definitely with discernment. And so what I want to talk to you about today is kind of how I've developed and I am developing because I'm still learning. You guys, if you think you've arrived, then you are deceived. I mean, I, I haven't arrived, but I've left. I will put it to you like that. But I am always learning. And the more I learn, the more I get in the Word, the less I realize I know in the Word. And that, you know, I guess is a good thing. However, I want to talk about just some, some things that I've been doing in my life When when I when I was first uh, born again, I was told to read my Bible. I was told to pray. I was told a a lot of really good spiritual bypassing things. It's basically when when someone gives you like really trite advice that everybody knows, and they tell you that, and they don't realize the depth of the problem that you're going through or whatever. So you know, very well-meaning ministers, preachers, pastors. Uh, other people, Sunday school teachers, you know, they they would tell me to read the Bible and pray, and I had no idea how to read the Bible. I had to go after that on my own. I had to learn, you know, and I did go through seminary. But here's something else, you guys. In seminary, I learned Greek. I didn't learn Hebrew. I'm learning that right now. I I, I learned exegesis. I learned uh, IBS, not what you're thinking. Uh, I learned inductive Bible study. I learned all this stuff but I didn't learn how to master and I'm using that word intentionally the English Bible now what I mean by master is I don't mean that you master like you're you've arrived and you've got it all together what I do mean by master is you have a an understanding of the text as a whole Um, there's different ways to do that and so I've kind of come up with this interesting Bible plan that uses other Bible plans and stuff but These are my railroad tracks, so to speak, to keep my train of Scripture reading on track. Because here's reality, you guys. I love the New Testament epistles, and if I don't have some sort of a track to stay on, I'll stay in the epistles all day long, and I'll read them. But what I'd like to propose to you for discernment's sake is is this. First, I use a, a method I call deep and wide, and what I mean by that is I go deep in certain areas. There's certain books of the Bible that I actually study that I don't just read. And I go wide. And when I go wide, right now I'm using um something called Professor Horner's Bible reading system which seems very daunting at first, but if you use it on the Bible app and you let the Bible app read to you and you do it like either, you know, ha- time and a half or double time, you can go through It's super quick. It takes you about 25, 30 minutes at the most to read through the 10 chapters. And that's what I was going to tell you. It's 10 chapters. But what's cool about it, you guys, is you never get bogged down in one book of the Bible. It goes across the entire breadth of the Bible. You know, it starts in the whole Genesis, the Tanakh, and then there's different parts that divides the Tanakh in different portions. Then there's like two to three New Testament readings, and you always read the book of Acts. This year, I've probably read the book of Acts six times in my Bible reading plan. So, what's cool about this is you read the whole Bible in about 250 days. But what's amazing about it is parts of the Bible you read multiple times. And so, I'm almost to the point in the book of Acts where, you know, I know that, you know, chapter this is that. And my point is you start to learn the general tenor and tone of the entire scripture, the whole counsel of God is what they would say in the word. And so that's my wide. And then in my deep, you know, I go deep in certain Bibles. Like right now I'm going deep in Galatians because it's just different things I'm going through and everything. And I'm going to teach a Bible study next month, actually for the next six months on Galatians. And so I'm, I'm taking a deep dive. I'm going in, I'm pulling out my language stuff, I'm taking notes. I'm doing all that left brain cognitive stuff. But when I do the wide stuff, you guys, I just read it through pretty fast. The interesting thing about our brains, the faster you learn to read, the more you comprehend. And I know that sounds like a paradox, but welcome to the world of the Bible. I mean, it's full of paradoxes. So I've noticed that the more I do this Bible system, the faster I read, the more I'm comprehending what I'm reading. It's really an amazing type thing. but what I wanted to get across and what I really wanted to share with you guys is this. All right. Down here in the South, because I'm serving, uh, we we make this thing called cucumber salad. All right. I don't know if some of you guys, but maybe that's uh, not just a Southern phenomena. But in the summertime, we make cucumber salad. And basically what it is, is it's cucumbers and sometimes tomatoes, but it's onions and, and cucumbers and different things chopped up. And they're marinated in... Uh, oil and vinegar, or an Italian dressing, or whatever it is. What happens though when you first make it? It it tastes good, but it just tastes like a salad. It tastes like the cucumber has some salad dressing poured over it. Okay, but you give it a day or two, and the cucumber begins to soak up that oil and vinegar or that Italian dressing. And so that's my theory of of how we begin to use the Bible in discernment. We don't go looking after proof texts because we heard a false teacher and we want to do that and prove them wrong. No, 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 no. We live a lifestyle of being saturated like that cucumber salad in the Bible and it naturally comes up. It's like we get so soaked with the, the oil and vinegar that we just know the, we just know that's not true because Scripture has permeated our lives. And between doing the wide and the deep dives, you hit every available base there is to hit. And that, my friends, is, is where it's at. You want to begin to discern biblically. You have to have the Bible inside of you. You don't need to go and just you know use a Bible dictionary to look up certain topics to be able to have proof text to combat the, the nearest, quote, false teacher, unquote, or legitimate false teachers or false doctrines. But you know what? Discernment is more than that, you guys. It's a lot more than that. I've noticed in, in, in our Christian realms, it's usually one of two things, and it needs to be more. The first is, like I talked about it, it's, it's against, you know, very left brain against Bible doctrine. It's amazing. There's, there's discernment ministries out there where the people, they've got their doctrine down, but yet, you know, their lives, their lives show a different fruit than their, than their mouths and their, and their teaching. And you guys, that's not what it's about. The, the scriptures are about obedience. If you don't obey the scriptures, if you're not a doer of the word and not a hearer only or a teacher only, you've missed the whole point. The, the second thing that I see it is, is, is for direction. And it's like we almost use the Bible. I did this when I was in college, when I first got born again. Um, I used this in Oswald Chambers devotional. Some of you guys might even know what that is, but. But uh, I use it as divination to find my wife or to find what God wanted me to do in my life. And I didn't realize until I read a book by Bruce Waltke about finding God's will that a lot of our th- methods of discerning God's will when it comes to direction are c- occult. They're, they're divination. Reality is, is God, when he talks about his will majority of the time, not all the time but majority of the time in the word he's talking about morality he's talking about character he's talking about integrity you know he's not as concerned as much about where you want to get a job as much as he's concerned about how when you get that job you behave in it and so i know there's there's exceptions to the rules out there there always is I, that's what i love about the bible god is such a jesus is such a maverick and i mean that in a great way i love that about him and but if you have the scripture saturated and permeated in your being, it's like a, a preventative. It's like salt. You know, it, it preserves you, it keeps you, it saves you. And, and you're more likely to hear the Holy Spirit, not only in the text, but also in your life, in other areas as well. And that, you guys, is crucial to discernment, is, is hearing the counselor. That's what the very word that we're reading says is that he is our counselor and he will lead us in all truth so anyway i just wanted to pop that out there i'm going to do part two of this riff and talk about uh, another aspect of discernment that i think is super duper important and these two things together i think will help us as we go forward in not not just in our our you know world of uh, fringe but even in the life And particularly as a lot of things... You guys, let me tell you something. Even if we're not in the last days right now, um, America is on thin ice. And if you're an American that listens to this, you'll get exactly what I'm saying. I mean, just because we might not be in the book of Revelation per se yet doesn't mean we're not in the book of America folding and falling. And we still need to be prepared. We always need to be prepared. And we become prepared by saturating and permeating ourselves in the Holy Bible and the scriptures of God. So have a great day, and I'll see you guys on the next one.